Your sales script is not causing people to give you price objections. So tweaking your sales script isn't going to reduce the number of price objections that you get. And over the next five minutes, I'm going to show you how to address the root cause of what is getting people to give you the it's too expensive objection or the I need to think about it objection. And if you'd like to get my authority roadmap where I show you how to make sure that you kill price objections before they happen, just comment authority below this video. And for those of you who don't know me, I'm Matt Walrath, founder of Beyond Macro a nutrition coaching business that served over a thousand nutrition clients. We had a staff of over six nutrition coaches, health coaches, and RDs. And now I've helped over a hundred coaches just like you to transition from the side hustle startup coaching business to earning a full-time income as a health or nutrition coach. So today we're going to be diving in and helping you address the biggest issue that I'm seeing coaches have on their sales calls, which is that they are getting price objections or I need to think about it objections. And we're going to dial that in today. Now, the, the secret here is that it's not about tweaking your sales script. The sales script itself is just meant to show you where you are in the process. It's really just supposed to give you the questions to ask that are going to lead you to a better understanding of your client or your prospective client so that you can give them an offer that meets their needs and communicate the value in a way that meets their needs. But the thing is, we have to think about price objections in terms of why do they think that what you are offering them is too expensive. And a lot of the time what I've found is that it's because they don't see you as an authority. So in order for us to kill price objections before they happen, we need to establish you as an authority. Now, just imagine for a second that a brand new restaurant opens up in town. And it kind of looks like it might be, you know, a step above McDonald's. And you go in and, you know, you see that they've got burgers on the menu. And then you recognize like, oh, wait a minute, a McDonald's burger is like five bucks, but they're trying to charge a hundred bucks for a burger. What's going on here? And you might not know that the burger that they have is like the greatest, like the, the, the cow was massaged before it was turned into the burger. And, you know, the cheese came from some remote region where they only produce one liter of cheese per year. Um, it could have been the greatest burger in the world, but they don't know that yet because up to this point, all they've seen is that you kind of look like McDonald's and that you're selling burgers. You know, they don't recognize that you're actually the authority in burgers in the world, that this is the best burger they're ever going to have. And so one of the best ways that you can make sure that the entire experience that they have with you is congruent is to establish your authority early on in the relationship before people even get into the sales process and onto the sales calls. So the way that I personally did this is I built my authority in concentric circles. I really loved how uh, Tim Ferriss, when he was launching his four-hour work week, he knew who his ideal readers were, and he just went on a media mission to make sure that he was in all of the magazines they read, on all of the news channels that they watched, on all the blogs that they read. And so to his ideal readers, he was everywhere. But to the average person in America, they'd have no idea who Tim Ferriss was. He was just a new, upcoming, upstart author. And so for me, what I did is I had 
two CrossFit gyms that I was a member of that had probably a combined total of 650 members. And so my goal was to make sure that I increased my authority with that initial group in my niche. And I did that by running workshops and challenges and writing uh, nutrition articles for the, for the daily blog. I did everything I could to start establishing myself as an authority with that group. I started getting clients from it. As I started to get transformations for my clients or my clients got transformations while working with me, they became walking billboards. And within that community, it caught on like wildfire and my authority grew. So anytime anybody from that community ended up coming to me, wanting help with their nutrition, when I was offering them something that was high ticket, they already saw the results I was able to get for people. They already kind of knew that, you know, there was, uh, that I was an authority and there was a lot of trust already in built. And so that allowed me to then start expanding. You know, I started getting opportunities to speak at other gyms, be on other people's viral videos, be on other people's podcasts. All the while I was establishing my authority online. And so I started growing initially from that initial community. And then I started expanding out and out and out and expanding my authority over time. And that made it so that when people got onto sales calls with me, the authority was already established. And I was never hearing that's too expensive price objections, even though my programs were three to eight times as expensive as the other online nutrition coaching programs that they could go onto somebody's website and see, see the prices for. And it all comes down to authority, all right? So there's a few other ways that you can build authority. I've put them into my authority roadmap. So if you'd like to get that, just comment authority down below, and then I'll shoot you a message and I'll get that over to you as soon as I can, all right? Hopefully that was useful for you. See you next time.